And welcome on in, everybody, to the Check Your Brain podcast here on this Wednesday. Usually I do these podcasts maybe a couple of days, a week, maybe even a month before I put them out. I'm actually putting this out as soon as I get done recording this here on this Wednesday, November the 9th. It's Tony Mazur here, and I'm with a a friend of mine for the last decade plus. He's a prognosticator. He's been a coach. He's gotten, you know, he's he's really into sports betting, but he's also into a lot of the political stuff, too. And a repeat appearance from my friend Bruce Hall. Bruce, uh, good morning to you. Good morning, uh, Tony. I look forward to this conversation. I was supposed to have uh, Brady Leonard on today, and uh, his wife is, uh, I think, is about to have a kid today. So, Well, there you go. Yes, so, sir. So he's gonna he's gonna do it next week. So uh, I decided I'm like, well, better go to the bullpen and get Bruce on. And uh, your last appearance caused a lot of people. Which, by the way, you're allowed to curse in this podcast. So. Well, I, I, I probably, you know, as a as a uh, uh, a Christian uh, for the past at least six or seven or eight years, like I've I've really almost stopped cursing, but. I do have that baseball mouth, and you know, when when you start going after umpires, it, that that F word just comes out like every five seconds. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's a, it's like a regular Earl Weaver. <laughs> well, it's a, it's, a, it's a whole different uh, language, baseball language. So you know. So um, so I, I want to get your thoughts of that uh, here in a couple of minutes, uh, talking about last night's election night, which uh, right. we've decided it's not election night anymore. It's election week and month and possibly <sighs> years. Uh, we okay. decide that uh, based on uh, results from both parties, they, they've been at fault with this, too. But uh, not counting the ballots, not counting everything when, <laughs> you know, on election night like we used to, you know, for you know, decades and centuries, we were counting ballots that night and we decided, uh, nah, no, nah, you know, just because you think that the results are going one way doesn't you know, like, oh, God, I have to hear AOC talk about this. So I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about what we saw. And you and I, Bruce, you and I are pretty similar when it comes to our politics. Right. Um, so for the last couple of months that we've been here, I, I actually I would say about six months now, we've been hearing about red wave, red tsunami. The Republicans are going to take over. Joe Biden's a disaster, the COVID regime, this and that. Then you had a couple of interruptions that brought uh, some liberals to the polls in the Dobbs decision back in June, um, uh, essentially trying to buy off their Gen Z base by telling them their student loans will be forgiven or we're going to legalize pot and all these other cases. But we were still hearing but Joe Biden's a doddering disaster. You have a literal stroke victim in Pennsylvania running for Senate. Uh, it seems that all the trends are heading towards this red wave and the Republicans are going to pick up a lot of seats. Now, there's a lot of shenanigans uh, and we'll talk about them throughout the podcast. But the wave we saw is not what what I think a lot of people expected. But here's what I say about that. I am not discouraged by what has been going on with uh when they talk about a red wave, a blue wave, whatever the case is, because I am a firm believer and proponent, as I've mentioned many times on this podcast, uh, of the national divorce. And what you're seeing in Florida right now, where Dade County, the home of where Miami is, went red, went for DeSantis. This was Ron DeSantis four years ago, who won by a a couple of votes, essentially. Against a a, a crack-using homosexual. Yes, exactly. Who's who's naked on the floor. He's behind bars right now. He barely squeaked out a victory in 2018 and he murdered 
Charlie Crist yeah. uh, in this election. And he's gaining a lot of people, a lot of Hispanics, uh, a, a lot of people. And here's the other thing. A lot of people moving to Florida from other places. So when I hear Lee Zeldin goes down in New York, when I hear Gretchen Whitmer wins in Michigan again, when yeah. I when I see uh, John Fetterman beat the TV grifting TV doctor, uh, I'm not discouraged by that because I think a lot of those people who may have voted for Dr. Oz, may have voted for Tudor, what, what's her name in Michigan, that may have voted for Lee Zeldin over Kathy Hochul in New York. I think a lot of those people in 2020 said, yeah, no, I'm not going to, I'm not taking this anymore. I'm picking up and I am moving to Texas. I am moving to Florida. So the way I kind of looked at what happened there last night, Bruce, was the red states got redder and the blue states got bluer. It's just, I think it's as simple as that. A lot of people, I see the Ben Shapiro's of the world are playing the blame game and going, oh no, this is all Trump. Uh, Trump didn't uh, put enough money behind They're the candidates. He wasn't passionate about it. Of him. They're scared to death of Trump, Tony. All they talk about is Trump on TV. He's They're not all even running. He's not even running. He's just who we want in the White House. That's it. You know, if if he had run this time, uh, if he had run, if he had run this year, he would have been elected. No question. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, if he, I, I mean, if if he, so he's got all his people getting elected. Here's here's the truth about all of that stuff. Okay, we have found in the last two years that we fix elections. Now, we always knew there was some fixing going on. I mean, the Republicans were fixing, Democrats were fixing. Uh, Ohio was always being fixed. Uh, you know, Florida, um, uh, Arizona, Nevada. What we're finding is that all of the states where Dominion voting systems cheated starting in Italy, going through Germany into the United States internet. That's exactly how they, they got it done. All of those, those people, all of them are still cheating. Uh, Arizona, Tony, they could have called you and I a month ago, the state of Arizona and go, I need you to set up an election for me. Uh, we've only got 30 days, Tony, but I need you to set this election up so we're ready for business. You and I could have done that. All we need are people to work, right? Mm. They weren't ready for business yesterday. Why? Because their new governor had about a 12-point lead on the lady she was running against. And, and Carrie Lake sued them this morning, sued the state of Arizona already. So, you know, I mean, in Arizona was a joke. You remember me telling you that uh, two months before the election in 2020, Trump set a record for the longest uh, uh, um, car and truck caravan on an interstate highway in the history of caravans on an interstate highway, 85 miles long. It used to, I used to say 90, then I found out it was 85. 85 miles long. Do you know how many people that is? 200,000. 200,000. Yeah. So here's the deal. That same day, the clone slash actor wearing a mask that we call Joe Biden for some reason, because but it's not Joe Biden, okay? And, and understand that, Tony, that's not Joe Biden. That is an actor. That is a, 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 it's a joke. But he had a rally set up in downtown Phoenix. How many people showed up for that? Zero. 
Nobody. Nobody. And you're telling me that Trump lost to that guy? No. No. And and, and, and it's happening again. It's happening again. Uh, it's happening again in Wisconsin. It's happening again in New York. New York, they fix elections in New York more than they eat. So, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, they're, they're fixed. They're fi Pennsylvania, the best we can get to run for this for the U.S. Senate is Dr. Oz no. <laughs> and Uncle Fester. The guy looks like <laughs> Uncle Fester. He does. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you vote for a guy like that? If, if the guy walked up to me in a parking lot and asked me for a ride, I would go. I'm not going to give you a freaking ride. Yeah. Dude, I don't know you. Yeah, it's what we're seeing is interesting because I, I'm looking at demographic shifts in the country yeah. and you see in Pennsylvania and my my wife's family's from Pennsylvania. I know you've been through Pennsylvania a lot uh, based on where you're located. Uh, Pennsylvania, as everybody knows, is a deep red state with the exception yes. of about two large, fairly, fairly decent sized blue blobs and two smaller blue blobs. We're talking about Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and then smaller ones in State College and maybe Erie, depending on whatever's going on. Yep. And it's the same way as in New York, uh, New York State, right. is you have New York City and you have Syracuse and maybe Rochester or maybe Buffalo, depending on the candidate. The entire state may as well be the Deep South. And it's like that in Ohio. In fact, I'm you know, where I'm located between Cleveland and Akron is that's the only blue really area where there's actually a group of blue. Uh, the rest of the state is red and it's right. like throughout the entire country. Now, what right. you're going to hear if you ever bring this up to your, you know, moderate or progressive friends, they're going to say, well, that's not where the people are. Land aren't voters. There you go where the people are. Yeah. But of course, they're the ones who talk about uh, threats to democracy. And when their person loses, like I saw in Ohio with Tim Ryan, they're like, oh, I like Tim Ryan. He was, what did Tim Ryan do? Tim Ryan did nothing for the state. I've lived here my whole life. Tim Ryan has been in Congress for 20 plus years. The only piece of meaningful legislation he put forth was I think he renamed like two post offices. <laughs> that was about it. And so he's done nothing but bloviate right. on the, you know, on the uh, on the floor of uh, of the House. So he tries to run for Senate. He loses to J.D. Vance. You start to see this kind of theme that's going on in the country. But I think what's ended up happening is you look at places like Pennsylvania, New York. All it's doing is it's making the people in the middle of the country who go. My vote just doesn't really seem to matter. I can vote Republican up and down the ballot and so can all of my the thousands of my neighbors. And it means nothing. So I think a lot of people, this is going to embolden people. And by the way, on both sides, I think it's going to wake people up who, who are Republicans who live or conservatives or whatever who live in Pennsylvania to go. I can't live in the state anymore. First of all, it's too damn cold. And second of all, it's run by we now have. Yeah, like we have a stroke victim who's going to be our senator here. I can't deal with this. We also have Josh Shapiro who won over Mastriano in uh, for governor. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to Texas. So I think and then you're going to see people who live in a state like Ohio that is continuing to go redder. You're going to see these blue dog Democrats, these uh, pro-abortionists are going to say, yeah, no, I don't want to live in a state that thinks that I shouldn't have the right to choose. So I'm going to leave. So what does it do is we're starting to factor in like this new nation. Like we we don't need borders anymore. We just go like 
the red staters go here, the blue staters go here. And it's really is like an ideological divorce and hopefully seems to be more of a divorce in people are trafficking themselves right. and heading down to what someplace warmer and someplace that shares their values. Right, right. You know, and, and the thing of it is too, like I'm looking at some numbers right now and I don't know if you've been had the TV on. This is the only time I have had Fox News on since the election when they stole it from Trump. And I'm telling you right now, there are numbers coming out of California that are red numbers in California right now, you know, because they were late getting to the show yesterday, you know, and, you know, people just, oh, you know, they, they, they just think, uh, you know, well, California, that's going to be a, a blue state. There's no way it's not going to be a blue state. They better start paying attention to California because all the idiots are leaving. The idiots are leaving mostly because they because they're the ones that complain the most. And I got to tell you something, you know, what we're seeing right now today, in my in my opinion, I think we're going to end up with 53 senators and we're going to be maybe uh, maybe have seven or eight uh, more uh, Congress people. And, and it's looking good for that right now. I mean, I'm just telling you. You know, the problem with this country, Tony, is the media. You know that. I know that. Mm -hmm. They're the most corrupt people on earth. You, if you say, I've got like four, you know, uh, defund the media shirts. I wear them all the time. You know, oh, by, by the way, as you say that, it's hilarious, because if if you hear my my phone all, for anyone listening, if you hear my phone buzz in the background, my wife is currently at her job. She's a member of the media. I'm not going to say where she works. And she is at a they're doing today. She. She has to take two hours off of work to go to a seminar educating uh, co-workers on dealing with Hispanic or Latinx co-workers. And I told her, I said, how soon until they mention, I asked her, I said, how soon, you have to let me know when they start mentioning Latinx. And she texted me, she says, LOL, they just started the training with, why don't we use the term Latinx? And that's the media there. Because I work a blue collar job now, Bruce, and I've talked about it many times. No one says Latinx. No one refers to themselves as their pronouns. No one uh, no one is trans where I work. Uh, dudes are dudes. Women are women. And you go about your day. You get a paycheck every two weeks. You, you put a roof over your head and you put food on the table. That's how the vast majority of this country live. But the teachers, the media, uh, the the uh, the political elite, they care about pronouns. They care about gendered language. They care about everything that none of us should be cared about, caring about. So right. you're you're dealing with people who are not living in true reality. And they're also the same people who looked you in the eyes the last couple of months that said John Fetterman is getting better. He yes, he had a stroke, but. Uh, if you criticize him, you're ableist. And shouldn't we be uh, appreciative of somebody who can brave such a terrible thing to happen to them? And you go, you are just evil. You are you are promoting a, a, a man who has three brain cells left. Maybe not even that. And you're looking people in the eye and saying he's he's going to be better. And he's actually good right now. You're just an, you just hate disabled people. And you go, what the fuck is going what is going on in this country? And it's because of media manipulation. And you see it with Gen Z. Like I opened this up. We're talking about this. Gen Z came out. I, I just saw this stat. Uh, Are those the real young kids? 
Those are those are the ones that uh, are now of like the, they just started voting. So you're talking well, I, about I, I love those kids. Well, in some ways, there's a big divide there, too. But there's you're I think it's 90, 95 till like two like 2010 are now what's called the Zoomers Gen Z. Right. And okay. so they said uh, if it weren't for if it weren't for voters under 30 tonight would have been a red wave. CNN National, uh, of course, CNN, but uh, it's not true. It's not true. But they were talking about R plus 13, R plus 11 with baby boomers and Gen X. But then millennials were D plus two and Gen Z, which is 18 to 29, is D plus 28. And those are the people who are living on TikTok. They're not having kids. They sit around playing video games. They smoke pot. They're living. They're still living at home. They have no they're, job. They're they just, my kids. They're they, my kids. Yeah, exactly. My, but no, but my kids aren't doing that. But my kids are that age. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Tony, right now. I'm so tired of the media. I've had it. You know, even on Fox, they'll sit there and they've got these guys that are commenting on on what needs to happen and what needs to do this and what needs what needs to happen here. Let me tell you something. If we can't have an election without cheating going on, obviously, let's go back to a number two pencil and a sheet of paper and let's let's fill out the uh, ballots by hand, have a have a picture ID with your address on it and even maybe a backup secondary ID. And we would be done, make sure that all of the vote counting is done that day at that location. They don't go anywhere. They, they're, they're done at that location. We make phone a couple of phone calls. We count twice. We're done. If we went back to that, there would be no cheating. Yeah. But see, the people that are on all the boards of all of these, uh, uh, all of these uh, uh, voting machines, they're all politicians. The uh, the uh, the people from California, you know, the, the the ones that we sent back to China. I mean, we sent them back to China. Um, the, the congresswoman and her husband, they're billionaires, multi-billionaires. On what? On what they do? Politics. Mm-hmm. China. That's why. Look at look at the state of Georgia. They, they you know they elected a Republican that should be in Gitmo. He should be in Gitmo. That guy, that guy's horrible. He screwed Trump and his uh, uh, attorney general screwed Trump. And there was you're, you're no talking way. about Brian Kemp and that Raffensperger, yes, right? That's right. And, and those guys, if they're not in Gitmo, if they're in Gitmo, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not Kemp, just some cat that looks like him wearing a mask. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I will say, I will say it was nice to watch some of these leftists that uh, have been bloviating for the last couple of years where that they ended up losing like Stacey Abrams. You want to talk about election deniers. Uh, Stacey Abrams still thinks she's the governor the first time around. She lost the second time around. hundred million time. dollars. She lost. Uh, yet she's the president of the universe and some weird streaming Star Trek service. I don't, I, I don't understand that. But then you have Beto O'Rourke, uh, who's that's not even his real name. And he goes down for governor. I mean, this is his third loss in four years for Beto O'Rourke. 3.5 million votes. How do you vote for a cross-dressing uh, musician that wore makeup that's a freak? How did 3.5? I, I was on the phone with one of my best friends who lives in Dallas. And I said, "How? who votes for Beto O'Rourke? 
because he got 3.5 million votes. You know what he said? He said his father-in-law has a ton of money, and that's the only thing he's got going for him. Yep. That was it. Now it's it, it's it, but it it is funny when you see some of these people that tried to be the stars of the last couple of years, especially during the Black Lives Matter riots and stuff. And and by the way, I, I that's another thing I wanted to get into was. Since the last election, or since the presidential election of 2020, right. uh, we've seen a lot happen. And it almost seems like the COVID, because what I'm happy about is I've talked about the COVID regime, that it's going down. We all know that, that Fauci and, and the rest, <laughs> Rochelle Walensky has been down with COVID. I'm, I don't know if you know this, has been down with COVID for weeks. But she's lucky. She's thankful that she's already had five shots. She's up to date on her <laughs> vaccines and her boosters. And she yeah, thinks they work real well. Yeah, exactly. They work so well that she needs five shots, still got COVID, down for the count for a couple of weeks. Say it's a, says it's a mild case because, you know, when you have a mild case, it's a lingering month long illness and had to take Paxlovid, which is seems to have made everybody else sicker, like Fauci and Biden when they got it, uh, you know. It, it's so funny how the regime where if you talk to me about two years ago, I'd be a little bit more black pilled thinking we're never going to get out of this. We're never going to pull out of this. The regime is flexing their muscles right now. They're showing their strength of what they can do and their authoritarianism and, and tyrannical uh, uh, you know, governance. And we see the opening now that no one's wearing masks unless you're some retard progressive who just uh, – you know, who just goes into the store and is just telling you who they're voting for or the person who wears it in their car. It, and I guess they said 7% of people are up to date on their boosters. And I don't even believe it's half that. Um, I, I think people are done with the COVID regime, but I think it almost seemed like they got done a little too soon. And uh, they've been trotting this phrase of threat to democracy, where all these uh, white suburban moms were, even though it's costing them $120 to fill up their car, they're more concerned about something that happened nearly three Januarys ago at the Capitol. You go, really? That's what you're still concerned about? Yeah. I, I don't I don't get it. And there was nothing at the Capitol. I told you that. And, 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 I, and I'm, it was like, you know, I've been to concerts that were a lot more violent than that. I mean, you know, it, it, it was a joke. And the more I find out about it, the more it was like, you know, so many uh, uh, policemen from uh, Capitol Hill have resigned in the last two years than in the history of Capitol Hill police. Um, they just have because they didn't want to get mixed up with all that. Most of those guys were good. There were guys wearing uh, the uniform of the Capitol Hill police. They were obviously not police because they looked like they, they were not in shape. They were little fat guys and they had their hats on backwards. I mean, you know, the Trumpers don't wear their hats on backwards. No, you know, they don't. They want you to read that damn hat. And uh, so anyway, it's it's uh, every, you know, COVID. Uh, it's, we're starting to see and this is the sad part about COVID. You know, we're already seeing the deaths. In the young people, uh, there isn't a day goes by. You know, I buried, I buried a 26 year old kid two weeks ago. Catcher guy used to catch for me. Love the kid. You know, if he took the jab, I know what killed him. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, that you know, uh, Mike, Mike Zimmer's son just died last week. Well, you know, you know, 36 years real, old. I haven't talked to you about this, but I made a big deal about it on, on another uh, broadcast. That somebody called me about it. And I said, well, I didn't like Zimmer anyway, because 
you know, you know me, Tony, I was against, you know, I, I didn't think there was COVID. There wasn't COVID. It, the COVID was all about making people think that the jab would save them. So yeah. everybody had to take the jab. Well, now that everybody's taking the jab, A, they're getting COVID again, even though there is no COVID. They've never proven it. And B, you know, th- they're, they're getting sicker and sicker each time. And some people are dying. They're getting blood clots in their legs. They're getting, I had a friend spend two weeks in the hospital, started with blood clots in his right leg and went all the way to his heart. You know, a healthy guy. Yeah, it's going to be one of those. I, I, I'm not the only one who has said this, but I guarantee you in a couple of years that you're going to have one of those daytime uh, commercials when you're watching the judge shows or whatever else or the view. And it's going to be like, did you take the COVID-19 vaccine? Uh, well, you'll be liable for this. this, this. And it's just like, oh, you mean the, the tens of millions of people that were forced to take it because they would either get fired from their job or they couldn't get a job without it or you know, talk about the different reasons where they were lied into into this. And that's what's kind of I see why it's frustrating for a lot of people to see the election results, regardless of what ends up happening as as we record this and after. And the people are like, wait a second, these are the people who shut the state down. They shut your state down. They told you you were not essential and you still fucking voted for them. I say this about my rhino governor, Mike DeWine. I I think I said it before. Yeah, he got a bunch of votes. Yeah, he did. And I saw him. So it's so funny. I didn't get a chance to talk about this on one of my podcasts, but I'll mention it now. So last week I went to uh, outside of Cleveland, there's a suburb called Brexville, and they had all of basically all the Republican candidates who were running for something in Ohio, secretary of state, lieutenant governor, the governor, everybody, including J.D. Vance was there. And I went as a curious, just as a an observer, and I was hoping to ask a question, but yeah, I didn't get that opportunity. It was it wasn't a town hall; it was just a rally. And so Mike DeWine, who was the first governor, it was him, and I think Larry Hogan was the second to shut the state down. They started shutting down the Arnold Invitational, the bodybuilding competition in Columbus. Then they started shutting the schools down. Say, yeah, we'll we'll just move up spring break a little early. Then it was. Yeah, we're going to shut down the bars and the restaurants and the gyms and the hair salons and this and this. And then basically everything besides a grocery store and a liquor store were closed for several months in Ohio. And uh, because of that, California, New York, Michigan and all the other blue states said, yeah, we should do that, too. And Mike DeWine was trying to do this like I'm this bipartisan guy. Look at me. I'm trying to reach. I'm like I'm Maverick. I'm John McCain. I'm trying to reach across the aisle because it's not politics. It's a pandemic. Well, funny, because and then every afternoon in Ohio, for at like two o'clock, him and, and the pro-abortionist Amy Acton would get on TV and talk about the COVID stats and how you should wear your mask and social distance for, for like basically a year. And then they started slowly stopping doing that. And then so fast forward to November of 2022, you go to a rally in the suburbs in a very red suburb. Mike DeWine never once mentioned COVID, never <clears throat> mentioned lockdowns, never mentioned masks or boosters and vaccines and anything like that. And I'm like, huh, so this is the guy who wanted to be the face of this now wants nothing to do with it because it blew up in his face. And this guy and that's what really bothered me is the fact that every single person who was mad at Mike DeWine for shutting the state down still went yesterday to the polls to vote for him because lesser of two evils can't (sighs) vote for Nan Whaley, the uh, mayor of Dayton, got to vote for the lesser of two evils. And you go. 
God, is this just, we're really doing this as a country. It's just, we're still at the end of the day, party loyalty, and you just punch the ticket and you go, well, you know, I know he shut my state down and I had to go on unemployment and everything, but still the better of two evils. Is that really a good system of politics that we're dealing with in this country? Tony, Tony, you should run against him in the primary if he runs again, seriously, because he's not a Republican. He's not a conservative. He's He's a a globalist. He's a joke is what he is. Getting back to something that I got off of real quick, which happens to me sometimes. um, When you were talking about Zimmer, Zimmer told Kirk Cousins when COVID came out, you need because you know all of the professional sports all over the world mostly the ones we have because they're worth the most money they all had covid protocols the NFL. Well, was it wasn't uh, kirk cousins the guy they actually put in a glass box during no. team meetings well yes because he wouldn't take the jab <laughs> and guess who took the jab zimmer and his son yep and his son's dead at the age of 38 so how does he feel about that now, I wonder? You know, I saw Kirk this week, and I didn't get a chance to talk to him because I was at the game. You know, I it, saw you – know. it, it was a good thing that Mike Zimmer's son was vaccinated, or else it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. He could have died faster. <laughs> you know, let me tell you, first of all, you know something's up when you go to the pharmacy to get your COVID shot. And you walk in and say, can you do me a favor? Can you open up that, the box with the COVID you know, the, the, you know, the, the medicine in it and, and let me see what's in it. And they hand you a paper that's folded up like 12 times. You know what I'm talking about? That's mm-hmm. all that's in the box and there's nothing. It's a blank sheet. Wow. I didn't, that, I, I, I even noticed that cause I people, haven't gotten close to getting one of those. Would put that on Twitter day and night for, for all. And when I saw that, I knew cause that's illegal. You've got to tell the person that you were giving a shot to what's in it. Well, and they weren't able to talk about the side effects because it was an emergency. It was rushed to it. Like it's not on the market. They did that so they could give it to kids. Yeah. Well, exactly. And that's, that's the the sickening thing. And and actually that leads me to an interesting topic. uh, That's all kind of under this umbrella is Mm -hmm. the kids is you talk about, putting vaccine, these quote unquote vaccines into kids' arms uh, by telling kids that they can be trans, that uh, they could do this, uh, by telling parents that they have no ownership of their kids, because if they go to a government school, a a community school, and remember, what's the root word of community is commune. True. It's true. So uh, this attack on kids is disgusting in this country that they prey on, that the, the media uses in, in TV commercials and telling kids that, and, and of course, Beto O'Rourke had that famous picture or infamous of, he says, don't mess with trans kids from Texas. And, and you're like, there, there are no trans kids. There's, they're really just mentally ill gay kids who yeah. are confused. And you have adults, the minor attractive persons uh, uh, who are preying on them. They're grooming, literally grooming kids as we speak. And yet you still have a lot of these suburban moms that just said, yeah, but we had a threat to democracy uh, nearly two years ago in January. (laughs) So I'll put my kid's life at risk so we don't have to uh, see our democracy. What what are we talking about? So I want to get your your thoughts. What are the I I talked to one of my uh, comedian buddies about this. 
What is the goal with these kids? Why are they preying on them? Are they preying on them to have sex with the kids? Or are they preying on them to become good little Marxists when they grow up, that when they do get older, that they're going to be dying the wool Democrat? It's going to be a whole voting block that we're creating. Like, what is the goal right now? You know, the stones that were turned over in Georgia, the, the place where they had all those big stones that. Yeah. Yeah. That the the uh, people yeah, they, they said it was struck by lightning, right? Well, no, it wasn't. I actually have film of, <laughs> of somebody with a big tractor knocking all of it over. But what I'm saying is what that was all about was written on there was the fact the Illuminati. It was basically a, uh, uh, you, you know, every everybody, well, the Queen of England is one of them. They're, they're, they're all Masons. They're, you know, they're, they're all these international Masons and they're all about, uh, you know, th- I mean, they want to have no more than 500,000 people on earth in Arlington County and Fairfax County in Northern Virginia, there's over a million people. I think we can handle more than 500,000 people. I, an- I answer this the same way to everybody. And it's the best answer I have, Tony, when you ask me the question you just talked about. They're trying to kill as many of us as they can as quickly as they can. That's it. That's it. Because And if they get the kids sick, they don't live past 20, 30, 40, 50. Do you understand? Well, because well, I mean, this is the first now, I think in the first time in really recorded history, that we are not living as long as we used to. We used to get to a point where, yeah, you you died at 30, you died at 35. And then we started increasing life expectancy well into the 70s. For a lot of people in the 80s, you're seeing people live till over 100. Now, because of obesity, you're seeing people dying a lot younger. That right. You don't see an, a 90-year-old obese person because that obese person died 25 years earlier or even earlier than that. Um, that you're thinking that, hey, no, this will keep you healthy. You don't need to get up and exercise. You just take a vaccine and you'll be OK. So it really does seem like we're trying to st- – because, I mean, how, for how many years, Bruce, that we, did we hear this? The overpopulation. We are overpopulated. We are at capacity. The media, the media, the media, the media. Listen, if we just – you know, let, let me tell you something. There is a plan. I don't know if it's plan B, C, D, E, or F, but, you know, the military's in charge right now, just to let everybody know. It's nothing to worry about. Uh, everybody that, you know, the, 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 the part-time army guys, what do you call them? National, National Guard. They're everywhere. They've been, they have been ready in all of the swing states from the election where Trump got hosed. They've been ready since November 2nd. 2000. They're out there. Okay. One of their plans is to shut down all the media and use, uh, use their stuff, which is emergency broadcast system, EBS. Okay. Soon, if it gets to that, which I think it's going to very soon, we're going to watch eight hour clips of some of the most intense stuff you've ever watched, which is a lot. You're going to see a lot of people on there that, you know, politicians, uh, uh, entertainers, actors, actresses. I would. Do you know how many? Um, they just said four hundred and fifty thousand indictments were worked through in the past three or four years. Mm. That's a lot of indictments, and that's a lot of people because there's a, there's a lot more than one name on indictments. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everybody 
and including you this, but I saw an indictment that had uh, George H.W. Bush's name on it. You know who, who else's name was on that? Barney Frank. You know who else's name was on, on that indictment? Was uh, uh, John Sununu Sr. Ooh. And, and his son just ran and won, it won in the state of Maine or New Hampshire or Vermont <laughs> or something. He's the governor, I guess. But, you know, those guys have been gone for a while. Okay. Hmm. And they didn't die natural deaths. And um, if this country doesn't get its crap together soon, uh, they're going to be doing their plan B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. And I'm all for it. I am well, all, all for it. Well, when you talk about conspiracies, because we talked the last time uh, on the podcast, if people want to sure. go back, if they didn't hear, we I think we talked about Great Reset and uh, a couple other things. I don't know, MK Ultra, something like that. But uh, your thoughts. Oh, and then I yeah. also mentioned about Prescott Bush. Speaking of Bush. Uh, oh, yeah. You, you talk about how deep and deep this goes. But I, I want to mention a couple other things that uh, I first want to mention about Bill Gates and his involvement in the vaccines, because this is something that we have been hearing about for a while. And he was you want to talk about a, a drug pusher like he yep. may as well have been freeway Rick Ross. Well, think point. about who his father was. His father was the head of Planned Parenthood. Yeah. He started Planned Parenthood. His father. So you and, have, and Bill Bill Gates was all over the TV and is telling people to take well, that's not him, but that's not him. It hasn't oh. been him since. Hey, go to um, Ancestry.com. Look up Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, and uh, you'll find that they died. They were hung in India in uh, 2013. Wow. They've been <laughs> dead. And you know what? I didn't find that myself. One of my callers on another show that I, I did called and said, go to Ancestry.com. They're right on there. And I'll be damned if it wasn't on there. And so he, so this, this, this is just some guy with a mask. This guy's a lot bigger than Bill Gates. And by the way, Melinda, that's a man. It's a dude. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and you know who I think it is? Mel, Mel Gates. No, the guy that has, that was, has been in movies. He's funny as hell. He was in the movie, uh, Dave. Remember Dave? He was a, he, he played the president because he looked like him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I know who you're that talking about. That actor looks exactly, I was told that's who it is. And I don't doubt it because we're using actors and actresses all over the country. There is no Hillary Clinton. There is no Bill Clinton. There's none of these people. Are you talking about Kevin Klein? Yes. Yes, okay. If you look at Kevin Klein, think of him in makeup. He's a good looking guy, but he looks exactly what I call a man, Linda, M-A-N-L-I-N-D-A, mm -hmm. man, Linda. Seriously. No. So, well, but, and then also at the same time, he's buying up all this farmland. And you're also seeing that the, the Chinese are buying up a lot of this farmland in the country. They're the ones buying it. They're the ones buying it. They're giving Gates the money. I mean, look, you know, it's just like uh, our boy um, before he got killed, uh, you know, um, Joe Biden, before Joe Biden. Um, met his maker in, in hell and had a, somebody tossed a, a millstone at him with a rope on it and he tried to catch it. You know, uh, he was, uh, you know, that guy, that guy is responsible for so much that's gone on in the last 10, 15 years. If you look at 9-11 as a conspiracy, uh, which it was, because that was, you know, far too big to be, I mean, compared to the Kennedy assassination, it was nothing. I mean, we they killed 
thousands of people with 9-11. Well, that's yeah. that's the goal is that the gov- you talk about how could the government know about this and how could they get away with that? And, you know, the government, would they be able to kill that many people? And it's like, yeah, Media. we're ex- we're expendable to them. They, they, I mean, look what's happening in Ukraine right now. And this this fake proxy war that's going on. It, it, you've heard Americans who are basically, you know, the, the generals and everybody here is essentially saying that we are actually at war with Russia right now. And they <laughs> will continue escalating this proxy war, even if it kills every single Ukrainian. And that's OK. So so they're fine with millions of people dying. Now, whether it actually happens, seems like Zelensky's didn't. I saw the Sean Penn gave Zelensky his Oscar or something. He's gone. Sean Penn's been gone. He's he's a real bad guy. And he he was drinking adrenochrome probably 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. 40 years ago. All those guys were. That's why they're all dead. A lot of women who are like some of my favorite actresses, favorite singers, favorite musicians, they're gone. Why? Because they killed babies to pull the adrenochrome out of them. I mean, so it's it, it, it's, say it's totally better amazing. than cocaine. You know, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. I don't do drugs, but yeah, I I haven't done cocaine in a while, so <laughs> maybe maybe I might need a little bit of adrenochrome, and then I'm talking. Then I'll put a Ukrainian flag in my Twitter profile. <laughs> uh, but like, just looking at what's going on, because you know we're kind of mentioning a lot of stuff over time, but. Uh, like I want to get your thoughts on. So I mentioned about Bill Gates and conspiracies sure. with uh, with with China right. buying up the farmland, right. but like you have Agenda Twenty One, Operational Lockstep, uh, the Rockefeller Foundation. I it, like I, I was reading something about how the Rockefeller. I think it was the Rockefeller family. They had so many kids, and what they did is when they got to that certain age, they moved them to different parts of the entire world. So you put one in Brazil, you put one in Indonesia, you put one here, 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 and so when you talk about a global reset and right. you actually have people in charge, it's the same family. It's the same family that's causing okay. this. So that's why everybody is in this kind of, in a sense, a lockstep across the world. Uh, it's it's kind of, it's, it's really fascinating. And everyone, of course, will call you a conspiracy theorist, you're a wingnut, whatever. And then you go, just, just, just look at it. Just entertain the thought. Is it, is it so, is it thought crime? so bad like we actually have to ban people from having these kind of thoughts so i want to get your thoughts on the rockefellers and that not not just agenda 21 but agenda 2030 as well well you know if you look at the world economic forum klaus schwab you know that he's talking about freaks man you ever seen him in drag he is a hot one klaus schwab uh he's got pictures of him on the beach you know must be epstein's island because there's a few other people there i recognize but a lot of our politicians, even to this day, you know, somebody you haven't seen in a while is uh, what's his name. But what I would say in answer to your question, I have a tendency to kind of, you know, I go from one 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 thing to another. But I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, um, they're 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 going to control our food. That, that's their goal. They want to control the food, and you know, it kind of started with uh, what's his name. You know, the guy that owns Washington Post, Jeff, Jeff Bezos. He bought a really good set of grocery stores, you know, top mm-hmm. shelf. You know what I'm talking about. Don't yeah, you? oh yeah. And uh, you know, uh I stopped using it when I found out he he was there. You know, he's talking about buying the Washington Redskins. I really don't want him to buy the Redskins, you know. But those guys uh, are gonna start controlling what we eat. Pick up a well, next time you go to the grocery store, pick up a, a jar of Hellman's mayonnaise. And look at the side and read everything that's in it. You won't buy Hellman's mayonnaise ever again. 
It's got bioengineered food. That's what it says is in it. Bio, which is biology, engineered, which means they made made it. Food, which could you know, be for me or my dog or whoever. You know, my point is is that they're going to start not using original uh, ingredients in food, and they're already doing that to a certain mm. extent. Um, I, I, I think that uh, that has everything to do with, with the real estate. You, you know, if you ever talk to somebody in real estate business, and I'm a broker in the state of Virginia and have been for 30 some odd years, but the, the, the greatest thing about real estate is they're not making any more of it. So no matter what you want to do, um, you want, you want to own real estate where you can get a well, you know, in California, you can't, you, you can't find water that's drinkable north of you know the mountains um you know fires everywhere you know and and and, uh the reason that they want to you know how the people the red people like when they show you the map of of the country and who they vote for all of that red are people they can't control they can control them in the cities like the chinese do you know they'll have cameras on every on every street, every half street, every uh, location, and the, and they watch, you know, they, they control you. Uh, the people in the country, they can't control them. You know, they can buy chickens, they can buy pigs if they want, they can buy, you know, they have their own water. Well, not, nothing's cleaner than well water, nothing. Uh, they can put anything they want. They, you know, in, in water in all the cities, Tony, I guarantee you where you live, you know, you've, you've got uh, what they put in toothpaste. Fluoride. Yeah, and it kills you. Fluoride kills you eventually. I mean, it's just not good for you. Well, that's why, and all this is what's going on. I mean, remember, there's a whole thing from, I think, the 1960s when they started attacking the um, the sugar industry. That sugar, oh, yeah. It oh, was yeah. like, sugar's not actually that bad for you, like what they made it seem. They are like, oh, you know, no, it's the artificial stuff. That's not good for you. And how we started taking all of these. Um, well, and then we started putting, but like we put this artificial sugar in all of our food now. So you can get a hamburger at a fast food restaurant and there's sugar in it. <laughs> it's, it's like, how is that? Why can't we have whole foods? Like, why can't we do this? But it's also for, because we've, we've gotten to the point where America must be the only place in the, in the entire world where the poorest people are also morbidly obese. They're unhealthy and obese. They're overfed. And yet, you know, which is sounds like a first world problem, which kind of we, we cured hunger. But there's also a downside because it's also garbage for you. You're putting garbage into your body, garbage in and garbage out. Uh, what's I, I guess. So so what you're saying is that a lot of this is the goal to quell the population to try Control. to knock it down to because we keep hearing about you know america has 330 million people in the country and you know there's we're about 8 billion people in the planet that the goal is to try to knock us down over the decades well and, and, and it's okay for them to uh let 30 million in over a 10-year period at the mexican border you know, I mean, if there's too many people here, why are you letting them all in? Oh you, oh, you mean the you mean the stat when you mean the stat when they say, "Oh, there's 11 million illegals." You're like, I've heard that stat for 30 something years now. Yeah, it's 30. <laughs> You're gonna tell me there's 11? Yeah, okay. There's probably 30 that entered this year alone. 
And you know what? We're not really, ter- listen, I have no problem with somebody from, from Central America or Mexico if they're a good person and they don't have a rap sheet, which is kind of important to check on when they come over. That's why we you know, have things we do when we would go through the process to become a U.S. citizen and we're supposed to continue to do that. We haven't been doing that for years. We don't care. We act like we don't care. And here's what I like about that. There's one thing I love about the people who have come into this country to work here and send money home, right? Because they can't make money at home. I like them because they love to work. And I love I like them because they like people like Donald J. Trump. They, the, 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 the Hispanics love Trump. They love him because he's talking to him 24-7. When was the last time before Trump you ever had a president tweet you and tell you what he was doing at 12 o'clock midnight in some other country? Yeah. Never. But Trump did because he cared about us. He well, and, that, and that's what he's doing. That's what's fascinating about the demographics. I saw Roy Teixeira had been talking about how I mean, you heard about this, the browning of America the last few right. years that which now they say that, that it's a eugenics. It's a, a Tucker Carlson, a conspiracy theory that uh, mm-hmm. it's like, no, they were openly calling for it. Everyone from CNN to Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi were talking. Oh, and I, I want to ask you about Paul Pelosi next. Uh, but, oh, yeah. uh, but the uh, the browning of America. And their right. whole thing about letting illegals and then they mate with our white women and everything. Uh-huh. And it, that's it, so they, they've been open. Oh, yeah, it's in the country. <laughs> it's just it's what. But the 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 monkey wrench that popped up there was right. that Hispanics are not a monolith in voting for a Democrat block. No. They're hoping and they even said it. I think uh, I don't know if it was uh, Chuck Todd or Jake Tapper. Or one of them were saying uh, that last night. They said we're coming to realize that Hispanics are not a monolith in the Democrat Party, unlike the black community where they just lockstep vote Democrat. And I think that's causing a little bit of an issue for them when it comes to their demographics. So if they found out that more of these so-called oppressed groups start voting Republican, you better believe they're going to, Joe Biden or whoever it is, is going to build a wall up on the Mexican border. (laughs) You know, I'm glad the real Joe Biden never became president because the real Joe Biden was not an idiot like this guy. He was a, he was a KKK guy. He was uh, best friends with the guy from West Virginia. Robert Byrd. And best friends with the other guy from West Virginia, whose daughter uh, raised insulin prices so high that, that di- people with diabetes couldn't afford to buy it for two years. You know, Manchin, Joe Manchin yes. from West Virginia, uh, who everybody seems to love, but he's got a lot of problems himself. Uh, the good news about Joe Manchin is no matter what, how this thing comes out with the um, Senate majority, uh, Joe vote Republican. He don't care. You know, because yeah. he's trying to keep people from West Virginia happy. And West Virginia is the only state that not one county is not. I, I found this out last night is not Republican. The cities are Democrat, but not the counties. They're separate. Isn't that amazing? That is as that's and he's a Democrat. It was because he had to be like them. You know, you know who he looks like? Joe Theismann. He's just like a big, big, taller Joe Theismann. 
looks just like him. I sat I next so. to him at a uh, golf tournament uh, luncheon one time. Real nice guy, super nice guy. But uh, you wanted to talk about uh, Pelosi, Paul? Yes. So it, it's funny how the media, <laughs> the media just immediately went to Paul Pelosi was attacked in his home with a yeah. hammer. He's hit in the head with a hammer yet expected to make a full recovery. And we're not supposed to, that, that's just the story. We all know it was all bullshit from the beginning, but it's funny how that was the line that came out was Paul Pelosi, a man in his eighties is attacked with a hammer by a home intruder, but is expected to make a full recovery. I'm 34 years old. If I was attacked in the head with a hammer, I can't care. I will be like John Fetterman if I'm not dead. I'm either going to be brain dead or actually dead if I'm attacked with a hammer. So you're going to tell me that crazy guy comes in there and starts smashing him in the face. And we just go, oh, no, he's going to be better in a week. It'll be OK. How about the damn uh, DUI? I mean, <laughs> Democrats don't have news. They don't have any news that's new. They don't have anything going on. Even even the Ukraine, that's BS. It's all BS. Uh, by the way, Russia is probably our staunchest ally besides Japan. I'm just being honest. It probably goes Japan, Russia, South Korea, Poland, North Korea, North Korea, I swear, India, Great Britain, maybe. You know, if we're still running Great Britain because we killed all the all the royals, they all got put to death. Many years well, they're, they're all they're all be t- being taken over by uh, Mohammed, Mohammed, and other Mohammed. Well, exactly. I mean that, that that's going on, and I don't and I don't have a problem with that as long as you know they they take care of the people. But Paul Pelosi, first of all, you know my hat goes off to the guy. He's married to Nancy, and, and first of all, he had to just care about the money. The only reason he was ever with Nancy was because she was kind of pretty when JFK dated her a couple of times, but she was 17. That was a long time ago. And, you know, her father was the mayor of Baltimore and, uh, and her little brother and two friends of his kid. I told you this kidnapped a 14 year old girls and raped them all weekend. And uh, one of them almost died and uh, nothing ever happened to the, Pelosi kid. The other two kids uh, went to jail for 20 or 30 years. That happened over Christmas holidays. I want to say in the mid fifties, but they're mob. She's mob. You know, her grandfather ran a mob in New York city. Um, And that's just, you know, Delisandro. That was her maiden name. You know, Paul is just some guy that Nancy had a crush on, I guess. And he was probably older than her. I think he's 86, maybe. And Nancy's got to be 82. Yeah, she was born in 1940. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's 82. Pretty good guess, right? And, and, and the God, there's 10 of them. There's one that weighs 200 pounds, and her boobs literally are so big, they just, she can't control them. There's one that looks like she's 90 pounds and has no boobs. I mean, there are so many Nancy Pelosi's. I think I did. I ever tell you that Charlie Ward said they, they, they caught her trying to leave the country a couple of years ago? And they already had an indictment. She was wearing a, uh, uh, a thing on her ankle, you know, one of those uh, things. Ankle to keep, monitors. Yeah. To, and they they caught her. They found her behind a dumpster in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to hook up with a boat guy that was going to take her to an airplane that was going to take her to another airplane that was going to take her to probably Italy. 
So, uh, but no, Paul Pelosi. Yeah. So, so what do you think happened? It's just all false flags, all false flags. Okay. So, so you think that the guy. Oh, it's, it was his buddy. Everybody knows that. I mean, they, they were, they were friends before. I mean, I, you know, when you get into your eighties, I don't think that guy's that old. I think that guy's maybe 50 something, you know, and when you're a rich guy and you're gay, you, you don't, you don't hang out with guys that if you're 80, Five, you don't hang out with 85 year old gay guys, you hang out with like 20 and 30 year old gay guys, you know? Well, yeah, uh, it's, a, well, it's like it's my old queen that I'm gonna hang out with tonight. That's exactly right. He's got and, money. Oh, he's got a lot of money. He's, he's gonna have to take a couple of Cialises. Maybe that's what it was that they had the hammer because, uh, because it was the only thing that was hard that was going on in that sexual tryst that they had back there. It's like, well, we know that's not going to get up. So we need something that's going to be a little stiffer and that's wood here. <laughs> yeah. You can fit a condom around a, a, a hammer handle. Sure. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no, it, listen, it just gets rid- more ridiculous, more ridiculous because we're talking about Democrats. Listen, they all need to just, you know, we need to put them in three or four States somewhere and just, you know, let them send them out West. Say. Yeah, let him do well. California's fine with me. Everybody I know's left California already. I mean, I got I got a lot of good friends that are, you know, hell, they've come all the way to Tennessee, Virginia, uh, Florida. You know, I went down and looked at the uh, coast of Georgia not long ago. It's pretty nice there, but I nothing's as good. Hilton Head's pretty nice. It's nice over there. No, no the Savannah I mean, area, I mean, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm looking at these numbers. I think we definitely have control of Congress. Because because the Western states are starting to come in and there's a lot of red leading. And I think it's going to be like. I think they're going to have to change it. I think it's going to have to be 54, uh, 46. It might be 53, 47 with the Senate. It's already I mean. We, we have the House. I mean, I, I'm seeing names I didn't even see last night that are winning House races for uh, the uh, Republicans, you know. Well, and, and that's the that's the one thing when you talk about the you were mentioning about Trump earlier and, and DeSantis. And one of the yeah. things I've always thought about was um, so you had the TV show The Simpsons and The Simpsons was very popular for a bit. And it's still on TV, but it's not the same as what it used to be. However, the imitators of The Simpsons in the 90s, the King of the Hills, the Family Guys, the South Parks, right. they kind of took their concept and ran with it. And that's kind of how I look look at with Trump right now, is that you realize that the Mitch McConnells, the Mike DeWines, the Larry Hogan's, the um, Lindsey Graham's are, are going away. The, uh, John McCain is dead. Mitt Romney is, is not a factor in the party. So you're seeing people use that uh, populism uh, and the nationalist message that Trump had a couple of years ago and still continues to have. And you have someone like DeSantis, you have Marjorie Taylor Greene, you have Matt Getz, you had- Well, um, she's having a hell of a year, isn't she? She's she's unbelievable. She just got a divorce. They, they tried to throw her out of her neighborhood because her kids were out of control. They were driving cars like in people's, you know, other people's lawns and driveways and stuff. She's, she's awesome. And you're seeing yeah. people start to, you me. actually have principled uh, conservatives who are coming up and saying, look, I, I am America first, but you, you know, you can say that. And I think there's a couple, yeah. probably one yesterday that right. said that, and then are just going to operate and get, you know, big donor money and whatever and super PAC stuff. And it's okay. It's, they're not going to do anything, but you right. are seeing people on the right 
energized that because of what Trump was able to kind of put out there by saying, I'm not going to sit there and be the Washington generals anymore. We're going to step up. We're not going to be on the sidelines and, and do something about it. And that's where you start to look at where does the where does the right, no matter what ends up happening right now, where right. do we go uh, heading into 24? Do you still ride with the Donald? Do you um, look in terms of uh, a DeSantis at some point? Uh, you're looking at you. You see what Carrie Lake has been able to do as being somebody who was on the inside. She was a media person who said, screw this. I'm leaving here and I'm going to run for politics. And I'm going to tell you how bad the media has been. You, you're actually seeing people who are b- true business owners and not career politicians taking over the party. And and I I like what I see. Yeah, I do, too. And, you know, Ducey ruined that state. Uh, Ducey, he's, he's a horrible governor. Republican. Sure. Yeah. He cost Trump the election. Yeah, he's, he's, really the, he's the cold stone guy, the cold hey, stone t- guy. Yeah, I know. Let me tell you something. Donald Trump is the boss, period. The reason that the media, all you got to do is look at the media, Tony. If the media is all over Trump 24-7, they're scared to death of it. He's the man. And even though he's on, you know, going towards 80, what is he, 73, 74, something like that? I think he's like 76 now, yeah. Yeah, but 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 he's like 56. You know, he t- you know, he stays busy, he doesn't sleep too much, he's not terribly fat, you know. He plays golf, which makes me like him even more, okay? Because he'll go out and play 18 holes in an hour and 10 minutes, okay? Have you ever tried to play 18 holes in an hour and 10 minutes? I, I can't even do that in nine, nine holes. In even way. with a cart, it's impossible. You, you'd be so – I was so tired. I played once in an hour and a half, and I never want to do it again. No, I love Donald Trump. He's going to be fine. And what he did, I love what he did. He shut this guy up on Fox News last night. The guy was saying, well, look at the he, – he was talking about your state. He was talking about the the, the Democrat. It was Ryan who was Tim Ryan, yeah. on the guy that Trump loved. Yeah, that guy came back and kicked your guy's ass. I loved it. I did too. And and shut those guys <laughs> up because they're sitting there just saying whatever they can to get. Uh, let, me, let me think about this for a second. Uh, I would say 175 million people off of Trump. He's got that. That's how many people in this country love him. Look, he had 70 to 75 percent of the vote. I told you this a long time ago in the last election. They cheated so bad and they did it. You saw, I mean, if you watched 2000 Mules, you saw how mm-hmm. they did a lot. They just replaced votes with their votes uh, and they threw all theirs away. I mean, you know, there was just, it, it was ridiculous. But, you know, Trump took his time. He took his army, which is 500 federal marshals, 500 or 5,000, and the Alliance, which are all Marines. And he cleaned up the tunnels internationally and in the United States. We still have tunnels in the United States of America where we will find alive and dead kids everybody it's just unbelievable well they're they're pedophiles democrats the one the ones that are dead already were the worst the clintons you know the bushes 
all the bushes. The old man. I wonder if the grandfather and the great grandfather were pedophiles. They must have. Where do you get that from? Where? What, what makes you wake up one morning and go, I want to go out and fuck a, a 10 year old boy this morning? <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't I don't tell get you. it. I don't get it. But that's that's what it seems that they have done this over time of trying to destigmatize. I mean, that's what I, I've talked about it many times on my podcast of they're trying to destigmatize pedophilia. We all called it 30 plus years ago. We all said, if you normalize this, they're coming for the kids next. Oh, what are you talking about? What are you some homophobe? Look, be, what two men or women do behind closed doors and in a bedroom is up to them and you shouldn't have anything. And where, where's the slippery slope now? You better accept the fact that we're going to have sex with the children or we're going to call you a, a, a pedophobe or whatever you want to call it. That, oh, what, uh, you you can't think love doesn't exist between a, a man and a boy. And it's like, you know, uh, you, you should probably be murdered. You should probably be uh, put in boxcars and have a firing squad after you. Uh, and, and that's not really a hot We're take. not that far away from that, Tony. Tony, think about it. If we don't clean up the election process, because listen, that's how we should pick. And we don't need, Trump has said, we don't need all of these people in all of these states. We, we don't. Look, look, we're looking at what, 425 uh, congressmen and 100 senators. That's 525 people, right? Yeah. We could, we could easily do it with 200 or 150, right? We just have to pick a lot better people. They're, they'll be responsible for a little bit more real estate. You know what I'm saying? And that and that gets back to what you're talking about uh, with uh, Gates and all of the, the, the uh, cabal buying land, sucking it up. Why? Because if you own the land, you own the people. It's true. 100% it's, true. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we, we can wrap up the podcast here. I appreciate uh, sure. all of this, Bruce. Uh, especially no, I, enjoy, I enjoy talking to you. You're uh, you're my guy, man. You always day, have, you know, day after, but was open the whole podcast uh, talking about it's not the day after it's the weeks after it's the months after. Right. And it, it, it's funny how and, th- and by the way, the, this is how I guess out of touch with the community. Do you remember right after the election of 20? It was right it, right after the, the guy known as Joe Biden became president in uh, 2021. Right. There was that Time magazine article that came out that said the secret cabal that helped get uh, Donald Trump out of the White House and Joe Biden elected. And you realize that these are arrogant people. They're not going to sit there and keep everything silent. They're going to show you, yeah, we did it and we'll do it again. And that's what they did. I mean, they, they, they came right out and said, yeah, there was a cabal. Yeah, remember when Alex Jones was talking about Bohemian Grove and all these weird rituals and stuff? Yeah, no, he was right. That's why we got to shut him up. But he was right about it. That's yeah. why they're shutting him up. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta love Alex Jones. I mean, even if you don't like the way he does stuff, just to have the cojones to do what he does is incredible. I gotta tell you, I'd probably go to Bohemian Grove, but I'd be a little nervous. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, I might not get out of there alive. You do know? you remember what Nixon said about it? Oh yeah. Well, Nixon, <laughs> you know, he Nixon said it was, died right. He called it he, the. He, he was on those tapes talking about, oh, you know, Bohemian Grove. It was the faggiest goddamn thing I ever saw. <laughs> well, he was, he was right. He was right. Now, let me tell you, Nixon was a strange dude, okay? But, you know, 
in his defense, he didn't even live out his uh, his years as president. He actually died in a plane crash, a small plane crash. And that was a, a double that played him that stepped out of the White House, actually. I mean, oh, no, I'm sorry. That happened after he got out. That, that was like a year after he got out, out of the White House. It was in California, evidently, the, the crash. So, I mean, I, I learned, when I talk to these White Hats, I learn all kinds of stuff. You know, it's, it's just kind of neat. You know, they throw this stuff out there. Want to see if I'll believe it. And you know me, Tony. Oh, yeah. sounds, like, sounds like it makes sense to me. I probably would have done that, too, you know. It's probably a loaded question. I, I want to end the podcast on this. Sure, this sure. Show. It it might be a loaded anything. Question. You know, one of these days, I want you to get a list of names. Oh, yeah. Entertainers and politicians and just go down it and I'll say alive or dead. So who do you so we were mentioning about Nixon and Biden and the Bushes and everything. Who was who would you say is one of our best presidents and who would you say is one of our, our worst presidents? John F. Kennedy, because he was like Trump in that he wanted to share what he was trying to do with the people. And that got him killed. Okay, because, you know, I mean, if we'd have had Twitter back then, we would have caught them all in the middle of doing everything, right? Because, you know, it was pretty obvious who did it. I mean, LBJ and all of them. Uh, I would say, I would say Kennedy. And then I, I, Reagan, Reagan quit as soon as, uh, as soon as Bush tried to kill him at the hotel. That was Bush that set that up, by the way. As a matter of fact, Bush had dinner. Uh, Bush's son had dinner with uh, Hinkley. the parents of uh, John Hinckley Jr., that night. I mean, it was, it, he was supposed to have dinner with him. Uh, so that was a, what do you call it? Um, same thing as uh, Robert Kennedy, MK ultra. You know, yeah. And he, and, and, you know, we, we knew about that with George Bush with uh, uh, when you're talking about the, um, Oh God, what's it? Oh, I'm tr- the um, uh, trilateral commission. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, but you know, the, the thing about Bush is he was talking about, New World Order, what, 30 years ago? 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. New World Order. I mean, and you know, we didn't think anything of it. Well, New World Order, that sounds like a sweet little thing. Not exactly. It's not. No, I like them, and I'm a big Teddy Roosevelt fan. And I I love, hey, I love Trump. I'm sorry. You know, in my lifetime, uh, with the amount of time he's spent and all the stuff he's done, uh, with even stuff that happened in the past, you know what I'm saying? Uh, in the United States, uh, he knew, you know, Trump knew what happened in 9-11. You know, so did Rudy. That's why Rudy lost his mind. When's the last time you read or saw anything about Rudy Giuliani? Not in a while. Well, he's gone, probably. I mean, my, if he's not gone, he wishes he was. Um, but all those guys knew about 9-11. And uh, I'm sorry, that's mass murder you know, in the, of the worst kind. And anybody that thinks that that wasn't planned, anybody thinks those buildings came down because a plane hit them is an idiot, is an idiot, especially at the Pentagon. So they said about the thermite paint. (laughs) Well, that was, you know who they were. They were, they were Israeli. They were Mossad. They were young Mossad guys and they were in there for two and a half, three months. Hell, they, 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 they were on a balcony the day before it happened and they took the balcony down because they were working outside. 
Unbelievable. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's hey, always great talking to you, Tony. Where, where can we find you? I know you got, uh, I think you got the boot from Twitter. Well, but, you uh, know, if you if, want, if anybody if, wants more Bruce Hall information, just go, just go to my web. My, I don't have a website. Um, I haven't for a while. Just go to uh, tickets at brucehallsports.com. I still do, you know, work the Masters a little bit. And, you know, people call me and they, they want to go to the Super Bowl. I can help them and st- stuff, but I don't do much of that anymore. But if you want, like, intel uh, and you're, you know, not the CIA or the FBI or something, I'm not too worried about the FBI anymore, but the CIA, um, you know, just send me an email. And All right. uh, I'll shoot you some stuff back, okay? And anytime you want me, Tony, just call. Oh, absolutely. I'll You're the best. Every, every I listen to all your stuff. I listen to all your stuff. I appreciate I'm, I'm that. I'm becoming a stand-up fan. <laughs> I hear all these stories about all these guys. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. They're all lunatics. So well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's hard to do. And it's and and listen, we're all stand-up guys. You know, we're all stand-up guys, but some of us are better and you're you're good. You're real. I'm, wor- I'm working on it. So uh, yeah, you, you <laughs> should just go be yourself and you'll be fine. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, yes, this is uh, going out for free on Patreon and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm certainly not going to put it on YouTube because of all the things we talk about. I'm going to get the heave up pretty quick. If they're going to hear, oh, you talked about MK Ultra, you talked about okay. <laughs> nope, you're we're done. We're shutting yeah, you your channel. You can read now. that in any book at, at a Barnes and Noble, pretty much. Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, you know, we're you know the, the same people who want to the same like oh they're banning books are okay with banning <laughs> podcasts and free speech. So, but yeah, well, go ahead check cool. out uh, if you're listening for free on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Tony Mazer. Just five bucks a month uh, to hear more it's podcasts such as this. So I'm yeah, and you and you'll hear people like Bruce and Chad and Ken and everybody else that I have on there. So for Bruce and myself, Tony Mazer, thanks for listening to the Check Your Brain podcast, and we'll talk to you all throughout the week if you do subscribe. <laughs>